Here's Charlene Steinkamp. Welcome to Monday Night Bible Study, Psalm 20, verse 4. May he give you the desires of your heart and make all your plans succeed. We will shout for joy when you are victorious and will lift up our banners in the name of our God. May the Lord grant all our requests. May the Lord grant all your requests. Now I know the Lord saves his anointed. He answers him from his holy heaven with the saving power of his right hand. Some trust in chariots and some trust in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. Lord, we just praise you and thank you that we will shout for joy when you're victorious. And we are victorious right now because we can worship and praise you. We can come to a Bible study and open up the word and you can speak to us. And Lord, we thank you for so many men being here at this Bible study tonight. We give you the praise and the glory as we ask that all of our men would become the head of our homes. Lord, we ask that they would be the husbands and the fathers that they need to be. Lord, they're standing in the gap for their wives to come to their senses, to forgive and to forget and to rebuild and reconcile and restore their homes. And Lord, we've got a lot of women here that are saying, I'm submitting, I'm surrendering. I want our homes to be restored. And we bind against the spirit of adultery. We bind against the spirit of whoredoms, the perverse spirit, the spirit of bondages that have so many spouses, deceived, blinded, and the lying spirits. There are so many things that are coming against so many husbands and wives, but we are standing in the gap and we are praying and believing for God to move mightily, for God to break down the walls of hostility, to break down the walls of unforgiveness. Lord, we ask that you would pour the love back into these spouses who are away, back into the prodigal children who have walked away from their families. Lord, we're asking for you to move mightily, mightily, Lord, and we'll just give you the praise and the glory of all that you're going to do. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Stop looking at your circumstances. There's victory in Jesus. I'm just going to keep saying that over and over to get you guys to get it because I know there's a lot of people looking at your circumstances and you want to say, where's Jesus? Well, Jesus is in control. God's in control. And he's telling us to stop looking at your circumstances. But there's victory in Jesus. Were you a lost cause? I know I was a lost cause. And I know back when I was 16 years old and I was battling a lot of illnesses I felt like a lost cause, that I was the ugly duckling. Anybody that's heard my testimony on our CD has known that I was defeated. I guess you would say, I wish I was dead. I used to say that to my mom and dad, I wish I was dead. I know there's nobody ever going to love me. I know there's no happiness. I'm just miserable. I was the lonely person, very, very lonely, but the Lord. I lived in California and came to Florida to visit my grandparents and they said stay here as a sophomore and go to school here. I fell in love with Florida, fell in love with staying with my grandparents and living in Florida. Just seemed like everything was turning around. Next door had two young guys that one in high school just happened to parents invite me to church. 
at the Baptist Church right just a block from our office right now. And I accepted the Lord and got saved. And the Lord changed my life, my outlook and everything. And I thought, I'm not a lost cause anymore. The Lord touched me and changed me. I came back when I graduated and I met my husband. And now look what's happened. God can change your life. If you want to share what he's done to you, you can. Good evening. My, my name is Orlando, and uh, I want to share a couple of things that have happened in the last two weeks. I had invited my spouse to go out to dinner with the kids. Tuesday, we went to have dinner with the kids, and I told my daughter to call the mom and tell her if she wants to join us. And then she told me, Mom says that she's coming. And then when she arrived there, she told me if I would have been home, I would have not come to have dinner. But when she called me, I was just on the highway at the moment that I could uh, just take the route to come to this restaurant. So I was really impressed how God is, is working. And then uh, for, for uh, Thanksgiving, I, I wanted to have dinner together with, with the kids. So she told me that she already had plans to be with uh, my, my oldest daughter's boyfriend in, in their house. And I also had plans, but I was going to change them. But I told her, why don't we go and have breakfast with the kids? And then she says, okay. And then we have breakfast the, with the kids, and it was a blessing. Wow. Was Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. I am Beatrice. Through the glory of God, I have purchased a small flat. Many of you probably never knew, but I was almost homeless. It was difficult to pay a rent all by myself. And I rent for about almost three years with a roommate, and she decided to go back home. And it was difficult with my salary to get an apartment on my own. But the Lord, in his mercy, provided a place for me, and it's less than what I was paying when I was renting with my roommate. So to God be the glory. Amen. God knows what we need, and he has never left us, he's never forsaken us, and he takes care of his children. And even though we have to go through some deep waters, he comes through and provides for us. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, 57 and 58 says, But thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my dear brothers, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourself fully to the work of the Lord because that you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. My teaching tonight is stop looking at your circumstances. There's victory in Jesus. That is what I pray that you will keep remembering over and over and over again throughout tonight. Stop looking and thinking about your circumstances. God is in control, and he knows your circumstances. God is in control. And we have to trust, we have to believe, and we have to walk in faith. Sometimes we allow the circumstances to overwhelm us, and we listen to all what they're saying, and we see what they're doing, and we hear by other people what they're saying and doing, and we go into a mood of panic. Or we start giving up. We start doubting. We feel hopeless. I wanted to do something that would be powerful to all the people that receive this around the world and say, 
Stop looking at your circumstances. Stop looking at the calendar. Stop listening to what everybody is saying or your spouse is saying or what they're doing. Tonight, I challenge you that you will know that through the Lord Jesus Christ, who has done so many things and has such power, that we will believe that nothing, nothing is too hard with God. Lord Jesus, we just come to you tonight. Oh, Lord, we need you. We need you to speak to these men and women in this class. Their Bible's open, but they're bleeding in their heart. They're coming to you. They're seeking your face. They're seeking your will and your way. Do I stand? Do I give up? What about their spouse that is saying he's going to get married? What about if there's a pregnancy? What do I do? Lord, there's so many circumstances that come against us. But Lord, you are the one to rescue. You're the healer. You're the deliverer. Lord, we do come to you and we bind against the spirit of adultery, the spirit of bondage, perverse spirit, the spirit of whoredoms, the lying, seducing, and deceiving spirits. Lord, we bind against the spirit of death and the spirit of air. We bind against the Antichrist spirit. Lord, we come against each and every demonic spirit that's come against these families. Lord, we ask that you would touch and fill them up with salvation with their spouses and with themselves and then fill them up with the Holy Spirit that they would be empowered by you that they know that nothing nothing is too hard for you and that you want to rebuild you want to restore their marriage in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ we pray amen well you know I love acronyms and if you want to write up and down Victory, V-I-C-T-O-R-Y. I want to tell you at the very beginning that V is for victory. And you can have a victorious relationship with your husband or with your wife and with your Lord. Right now, you may not have a spouse at home, but you can walk in victory with your Lord. You can walk in victory expecting your marriage to be restored. I is for intercession. And you must intercede and spend time with the Lord in praying, interceding, and fasting. And yes, I use that F word because there are some times where you come to the point that you feel that there is nothing moving on in the spiritual realm and you've hit a wall and you don't hear or see anything but bad and you're saying, okay, Lord, what am I supposed to do? And that is where we say, let us fast. Remember, James 5.15 says, the prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. Now, C stands for Jesus Christ. Christ is your example. Jesus died on the cross. For you, he shed his blood, and he died for all sinners. He left the Holy Spirit, who was the greatest counselor of all, and he says he will empower you. He will be with you 24 hours a day. He will be with you. Ephesians 3.20 says, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask 
or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. T. Can you guess what T stands for? Trust. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In Jeremiah 17, 7, it says, Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. Do you trust in the Lord to turn your marriage as the Lord created it to be? Do you trust in the Lord that he is going to resurrect, restore, and rebuild your marriage? Are you going to trust in your Lord completely forever? Now, I know that F goofs you up with the forever, but what did you say on your wedding day? For better, for worse, for richer, for poorer, in sickness and in health, till death us do part? What part do we have that we can say, whoops, my spouse has decided to live in sin. They've fallen into the lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and lust of the world. And regardless of what they're doing, they've been deceived. They become blinded. That blindness has got them deaf to the Holy Spirit's voice. But God is greater, and he can touch and do anything to bring your spouse to their senses. Oh, what is it going to take? We must obey the Lord. We got to stop blaming all these things of what our spouses are doing. And we must follow and trust in the Lord. Teach me your path. I will follow you. I will obey you. In 1 John 5, 3, it says, This is love for God to obey his commands. When you start to study obedience, there's not a lot of leeway. God says, you must obey me if you are my child. And R stands for rebuild, restore, and reconcile your marriage on the solid rock of Jesus Christ. He is the one to rebuild. He's the one to restore and put love back into your marriage to be better than it ever was. He is the one to reconcile and resurrect your marriage, which may be in everybody's eyes as D for dead, hopeless. How long are you doing this? You're joking. Get on with your life. Get on with another marriage. There's somebody I know that is perfect for you. He's over there or she's over there. No, that's not true. You are one flesh. And guess what Y means? We need to yield. We need to surrender. We need to bow down to the Lord's will and way. He has a plan. He has a purpose for you, for your marriage, for your husband, for your wife, and for your children. Are you willing to pay the price, your part, in following the Lord's will and way and follow him? I'm going to do scriptures regarding all these different ones, but I wanted you to have victory today. At the beginning of this new year, at the beginning of every month, every year, I want you to be able to say, I am walking in victory with my Lord Jesus Christ. I hope that sort of tweaks you to thinking, whoa, she just stumped on all my toes and stepped on my hands while she was after it. 
In Psalm 108, verse 12 and 13, it says, Give us aid against the enemy, for the help of man is worthless. With God, we will gain the victory, and he will trample down our enemies. With God, we will gain the victory. Do you believe that? You must believe. You must sell out to the Lord and say, I follow you. I believe in your power. Maybe you're just starting standing. You've just made a, a New Year resolution and you're saying, I am going to stand. I've been up and down, wishy-washy. I'm a yo-yo going up and down saying, yes, I'm standing. No, I'm not. Give up. No, I don't. Yes, I'm going to give up. This, this is ridiculous. Look what they're doing. And you've got an EKG going up and down. Well, I challenge you that you start standing firm. That's what it says in 1 Corinthians 15, verse 57. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm. And let's go to Ephesians chapter 6. Because we cannot talk about the enemy and our spouses falling into a trap if we do not go to Ephesians 6. Because see, everybody does not always get our CDs and our teachings. And so we must have certain scriptures and certain teachings on this. Ephesians 6 verse 10 says, Finally be strong in the Lord. My question to you tonight are you strong in the Lord? And in his mighty power, are you putting on the full armor of God every day on you, your wife, and your children, or your loved ones, your brothers, your sisters, your mom and dad? Are they putting on the full armor of God? And since you don't know, let's put it on them until they turn their hearts to the Lord. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand, there's that word again, against the devil's schemes, the devil's tricks, the devil's plans. We have got to know that we have authority, who we are in Christ. Verse 12, it says, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood. It's not against your spouse. It's not against your children, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Verse 13 says, Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you've done everything to stand, stand firm with the armor of God on you. Stop looking at your circumstances. Stop listening to what your spouse is saying or threatening or doing. There's victory in Jesus Christ. Do you believe you're going to have victory in your marriage being restored and resurrected from the hopelessness that appears to you today? Do you believe? You must never stop believing in the power and the awesomeness of our God. I can remember how impossible the circumstances seemed when Bob and I were divorced. Remember, I divorced Bob due to his unfaithfulness. And so I knew that I had made a terrible mistake. I listened and took surveys and I gave up. But God, the Lord has spoken to my heart in church service. Two or three months later, how did the Lord tell you to start standing? 
How did the Lord speak to you? Did he speak to you on the internet? Did you write a question, how to get divorced? What did you do to have the Holy Spirit start speaking to you? Well, when he speaks to you, your life has started to change forever. Not on a detour road anymore. You've chosen to pick up your cross and follow your Lord Jesus Christ. And wow, what an awesome, awesome walk you're on. And I believe most of you in this room would say you're not hopefully the same person you were when you started having marriage problems. But the Lord touched you and changed you. And that's the neat part. There's already a plus plus because you're different already. I chose and I choose every day to believe in the power and the victory of my Lord Jesus Christ regardless of our circumstances when Bob was gone and even in the circumstances that our family is facing with our three children and with all the different things that go on you know what you're going to be a prayer warrior for the rest of your life you're going to be praying for your children as they grow up and they're going to have circumstances come up and you're going to be praying for them and you're going to be praying for your grandchildren you're going to be able to share and talk to them it's the most awesome responsibility Bob and I have been back together 22 years, and you know I pray more now than I did 22 years ago when Bob was gone because there's so many other things to be praying for, plus you guys. I pray for you. I go on the Internet, and when they send in prayer requests in the morning, I just go over the names and pray for their salvation and to be filled with the Holy Spirit, and their marriage would be healed and restored suddenly and quickly. I keep lifting up these names because I think it's so important that we share and speak the names. I made some bad choices in my life. I know you have too. We need to believe in God's perfect will for our life and our marriage. I know when the Lord sent a special couple down to our church for two services and share their testimony, how she fasted and prayed over and over again for over five years. And her husband was an alcoholic. He was a womanizer. He was an abuser. And God touched him and changed him. And then they started traveling around and they sang. This is Paul and Ann Downing. Paul is in glory land with the Lord right now, but Ann still has a ministry. Not marriage ministry, but a ministry for women. I chose to labor and fight for my marriage. I went to that altar and repented. So what is victory? Victory is defined in Nelson's 3-in-1 Bible Reference Companion as winning the mastery in battle over odds or difficulties. Doesn't that describe your marriage? Over odds and difficulties? I think it does. I think it describes maybe what you're facing or challenging right now. May you never, never forget that God will gain the victory. It's not you, it's God that's going to do it. Let's turn to Psalm 44, verse 5. Psalm 44, verses 5 through 8. Through you, we push back our enemies. Through your name, we trample our foes. I do not trust in my bow. My sword does not bring me victory, but you give me victory over our enemies, and you put our adversaries to shame. 
In God we make our boast all day long, and we will praise your name forever. Are you still doubting your Lord God for restoration and healing of your marriage? Stop. During our marriage problems, I believed that my God could only give me eternal life. I did not believe that he had the time or wanted to deal with my daily life issues. I did not believe that he loved me enough to answer all my prayer requests. Today, I choose to believe in my heart that I know that I know my Lord and Savior cares about my every need, my children's every need. He cares about my time pressures. He cares about our finances. He cares about our health. He cares about our children's problems. He cares about our jobs, our, our unemployment. He cares about you wanting to find a job. He cares about every area of your entire life. He cares about you being a good mom and dad. He cares about you wanting to be the husband or the wife that you need to be. He cares about everything. You need to come to a point that you will stop looking at your circumstances and you will choose to walk in victory with your Lord Jesus Christ. May I challenge you this new year that you would do nothing for a month but read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And see all that Jesus challenged us, taught us, and did through touching people that he went and ministered to. He cared that there were people that were blind or that were lame. He cared about feeding 5,000 and 3,000. He cared about the people who were sick or the children that were sick. He cares about the people. And he cares about you and your marriage. He cared about the woman that was the adulterous woman. Or he cares about the Samaritan woman that he said, I am the living water. He cares about your spouse, your husband or your wife. He cares about your teenagers who are living in rebellion. He cares. But are you willing to pick up the cross and follow him? Whose team are you on? The Lord's team or are you leaning toward the world's way? The world's way is going to get you burned and it's going to lead you on detour roads that you're going to suffer the consequences. Some of you have shared here the consequences of going on a detour road. And I'm telling you, stop looking at your circumstances. Just keep your eyes looking up. Let's turn to Isaiah 46. Isaiah 46, we're going to read verses 9 through 13. Isaiah 46 says, Remember the former things, those of long ago. I am God, and there is no other. I am God, and there is none like me. I make known the end from the beginning, from ancient times what is still to come. I say my purpose will stand, and I will do all that I please. My purpose will stand, and I will do all that I please. From the east, I summoned a bird of prey. From a far-off land, a man to fulfill my purpose. What I have said, that will I bring about. What I have planned, that will I do. Listen to me, you stubborn-hearted, you who are far from righteous. I am bringing my righteousness near. It is not far away. And my salvation 
will not be delayed. I will grant salvation to Zion, my splendor to Israel. A powerful, powerful scripture passage. The Lord gave me that many, many years ago. He said to me, my purpose will stand and I will do all that I please. And I will summon a bird of prey. And that was my husband from a far off land. That was my husband, a man to fulfill my purpose. My husband is now fulfilling the scripture that God gave me in my stand. And he is fulfilling his purpose in his life. You've been listening to Charlene Steinkamp. You can write the Steinkamps at P.O. Box 10548, Papano Beach, Florida, 33061. The Steinkamps also invite you to visit their website at rejoiceministries.org.